What? Are we just want to easy ease running this by himself now? <laughs> Takes a couple weeks off, and he's rusty. You know what? I just had the thought of. I am really glad that we're not like in an intergalactic spaceship and Easy E is piloting. So I think we'd run into the sun at the moment. Easy E's got nothing. I'm, I'm like a moth attracted to the light. <laughs> Where are we headed? The sun. <laughs> Ooh, pretty light. <laughs> All right, welcome the self-evident podcast. You got your boys, Mike. You got. Massey, beautiful as always. Yeah, just drink it in. Don't drink it in. Drink it in. This coffee we got to drink in, man. <laughs> easy, so, he brought some yeah, coffee. He, easy, Real coffee. Easy, he brought in some turpentine. He's like, oh, this will be a great coffee. Whew, I started drinking. I'm like, dang. <laughs> he's got acid. It's burning he's, my stomach. He's in the kitchen just pouring in yeah, the yeah, turpentine. Just... <laughs> They'll never know. It's a good concoction. I'll wake you up, son. <laughs> Today, we're talking about something a little bit different. It ain't the politics, ain't the Constitution, it ain't ain't coffee. Well, all we, of that is what we talk about, but... God-given, but today... <laughs> yeah, it's like a duh. But, <laughs> but today... You don't notice the yeah. last few podcasts, we haven't really done a lot of the politics. We've no. been doing a lot of like life stuff. I think that's important, and there's a reason, hopefully... That we're doing this. <laughs> nah, I just, I was like, man, is that an idea? Threw a, threw a dart at a board. I was like, yeah, hit this. So today, no, actually, we do have a good reason for why we're talking about this. You're probably wondering, what are they talking about? Well, we're going to spend another half hour talking about what we're going to talk about. And then we'll tell you at the end of the podcast what we're actually going to talk about. That happens. And then we're going to gonna say, figure it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Determine what we actually talked about fasting dang that was kind that's of that, that's that, that's that, that's that, yeah that's that word that, <laughs> that nobody wants to hear yeah and it's one of those like i know lord obedience is better than sacrifice right i mean seriously it's like yeah. it's the thing you don't want to do but when you do it you're grateful you do it right you know what i mean and, the, and i don't think enough people do it because they're ah, just uh, well uh, the teachings right church mm-hmm. kind of teaches it's not by works it's by faith right so i'm sure people aren't pushed Right. To go beyond themselves, to give up things, to say, hey, this is it's a good point. Right. Like, so today's kind of modern teaching of the Bible is selfishness. You know, that uh, uh, sin is just something you repent of. It's not something that we strive to crucify in our lives as far as the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't talk about crucifying our flesh anymore. We don't talk about, put, you know, taking up your cross. And I say we as a as a as a as a whole. And, you know, pastoring, I think, is is tricky because. I could constantly beat the sheep and just get them under submission right. or I can continuously preach the word of God. Right. And, 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 and strive to show the things of Christ in the word and point them to him. Right. And so a lot of that is what does it look like to take up your cross? And most people I don't think have thought that far. No. Right. I already gave my life to Jesus. What does that mean? What is he <laughs> telling you to do with that life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's basics and fasting being one of them. And we could talk about it, but there's just so much in there. Like when he says, when you pray, when you fast, you know, that, that's Jesus's words. It means you're going to do it. Do it. Yeah. So. And and to your point, that's people think discipline reeks of the law because the people have, have twisted discipline into this idea of works as opposed to, well, we're called to be obedient to the Lord. We're called to be disciplined in the faith. That's not the law. It's It's your heart position that determines are you just being legalistic about things or are you actually pursuing intimacy with the Lord? And I think fasting definitely falls under that category because we picture the, the monk whipping himself and fasting for 40 days. And you know, this, this very pharisaical approach to sure. it, you know, and it, we're going to get into this concept of what does it mean to actually fast fast properly for the Lord. Now we're not going to give you specifics of like, so you need to fast for three days because that's something that's more between you and the Lord. But there are some, some things to think about when you're going to fast. I'm asked, I do want you to talk about. So why, why are yeah. we talking about fast? Well, I think this, right? this, this should be titled disciplines, you know, just, yeah. you know, we should have a series, a on, series disciplines. on disciplines. That's a good and, idea. And I, and I think we should do that because you, you bring up some really good points when we're talking about, 
you know, this isn't this isn't a, 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 a formula. It's a prescription. Mm-hmm. In other words, how to get closer to God is a discipline, right? That's not a prescription. There, there's there's no there's no like uh, a formula. A plus B equals C. It was right. Lord, I'm denying myself to get close to you. I just want to know you more. I want to put away my, my flesh and I want to walk in the spirit. So what's been happening is, uh, I, I you know, there's a friend of mine. His name is Jake. And um, he's I, I got saved because of his ministry. So uh, he was 22, I think, at the time. His wife was 20. I was 20. We're almost her and I pretty much almost the same age. And uh, I, I went to their church service one time. I was, you know, a young kid and, and he preached and I got saved. Well, <clears throat> he's like literally a blood brother to me. You know, he just we've gone through everything together. We went through that whole 12 years of, of, of stuff together. We went through just a lot of things. I was in ministry with him, just him and I for a while. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's successful in what he does now. He's, he's in, he's in business and stuff like that. And he still preaches, man. He's still going out and handing out gospel tracks. He's got this thing, you know, in his mind, there's just a, it's a cycle for him. He just has to do that. Right. And we went out on a weekend, him and I, and another pastor, which pastor Chris is amazing too. So we're there, we're talking, we're doing, we're just hanging out for a few days, kind of getting each other's grills a little bit about what we're doing and, you know, things we need to work on and improve as far as like, what's really bothering us. Why is certain things for me as a pastor are being held back, you know, relationship issues. And, you know, Jake, you know, brought up some things about himself that he's like, man, I really feel like I'm being selfish here. And the whole time I'm looking at this guy <laughs> every day, I'm like, and I work hard. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think I bust, butt. I hope yeah. anybody that, I mean, I hope that's what you get. Massey gets things done. Like that's, it's not a pride thing. It's not a, like I pride myself on. It. It's just a, you know, I, I just can't let things undone. So like, I got to get things done. And I think, I move a lot of, you know, I move a lot and, and Jake is like times 10. So in the middle of him calling people, he's cleaning the house that we're staying at, doing the dishes, cooking the beans, blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here on my phone, just making phone calls, right? right. Sitting because I got to focus and concentrate. And this dude's mind on a hundred things as he's talking, he's texting his wife and kids and you know, he's multitasking. I'm like, how does he do that? You know what I mean? And, and, he's told me this before people get around him and they feel convicted. Right. I'm like, I feel freaking convicted. <laughs> and I'd like to think I, I work hard, you right. know, really hard, you know, two ministries and like my family and you know, the church and the people. And the, I like to think, you know, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not trying to make, I'm like, it's not, it's just who you are. And I think it's a lot of his disciplines every Monday. He's been at least over 15 years, every Monday he fasts. And, and there's just, that's just one little discipline he does. He goes, it cleanses my body. It puts my body in subjection to, to the Lord and it causes me to really think about him. And, and I, he goes, it's just and there. There'll be times he'll do two days, but he just really every Monday's his thing. He wakes up right away, dude, starts thanking the Lord, does his bed, goes and works out. He's just super disciplined in everything he does. I'm not saying he doesn't miss a day or something like that. I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't take time off from that to go enjoy family or whatever. He's he's a he's really really funny. He's a fun dude. He's always doing something. Jake's the kind of guy you want at a party, yeah. Because he's just the life of it. You know what I mean? He just he's gonna have fun. He's he's gonna he's he's the one. He's the first one that's gonna go pray for you. He's the first one to go witness to somebody who's not a Christian. I mean, he's just he's one of those guys I hope to emulate. You know, and and he's he's brought me closer to the Lord in a lot of ways just by watching him. And so I came home and talked to you about it. I was like, you know. I'm looking at his life and at 43 years old, that guy, he's accomplished more than most people I know in their 60s. He's just a mover and a shaker. And I think it's because of his disciplines. And I'm thinking to myself, I get a lot done now. Imagine what I could do if my body was in subjection, if I lost more weight, if I and it's not a if I it's a no, Lord, I get it now. Like at 40, 41 years old, almost 42 I want to live another 40. Right. And, and I've talked about this before, but it's like, and, and, and I'm, I'm trying to go get deep. It. I'm no, trying to get deep, but like, I, I hope you can chime in with me at this stage of my life. You know, I'm not Superman anymore. When I was 20 in this big, cause I've been big like this for a long time. Uh, in my wedding photos, I fasted for a long time. So like, uh, I don't talk about this much and please don't do this. This is what I felt I needed to do when I was younger in the faith. So this is the first time I'm ever revealing this yeah. to the public. I've never talked about this because it's so dangerous where people say, I'm going to do that too to get closer to God. No, yeah. no, no. Do what God's telling you to do. Don't take this as a prescription. Yes. This is just 
an experience. A journey. This a was journey. a this was a journey. I was I was I was out of ministry for a few months, which was a stupid. That's a whole other story. But I was at my apartment. Uh, I remember I was working at Taco Bell of all places because I was still searching the things of God. And this is me. Like I've owned businesses. I've done. And I just didn't want to go back to that kind of lifestyle. I wanted to seek God. So I was working these meager jobs trying to find the Lord. I wanted time to seek God. So I'd work part time jobs. And anytime I had where it's like hours, I just wanted to spend with God. And so I felt impressed to fast. Uh, but this was crazy. I was doing two weeks on two weeks off. No food, no water. So I'd fast for two weeks, no food, no water, 14 days straight. And sometimes there would be 20 days uh, where I would just continuously fast, no food, no water. And then I would eat for a little bit and I'd get back on the fast. And, and it wasn't like I planned it. It wasn't any of that. I know some of you will be out there and saying that's there's no way that's dangerous. You can't do that. I did it. If you look at our wedding photos. So I've, I've been pretty heavy set my whole life, <clears throat> you know, sixth grade and up. I was just really I, I blimped out. But I was about 360 pounds or 350, 60 pounds when I started, when I stopped or when I, when I, when I got married, I think my lowest I reached was 168. And so I was wearing medium shirts. I'm used to wearing two X's, you know, right. two X and three X. And, uh, and I was wearing medium sized shirts and, and I was disciplining myself and it is the closest I've ever felt to the Lord. And I know it sounds crazy. People are think that's just ridiculous, right? But we don't complain or we don't say anything when monks do it. We don't complain or say anything when other people do it for their religion, for their for their Olympics, for the you know what I mean? When they do what a moment a person does it for Christianity, it's like, brother, that's not the Lord. He wouldn't let you. Do, why wouldn't he? Even though Christ did 40 days, yeah, 40 like, nights, Moses did 40 days, 40 nights. Yeah. Like, and it's like you saw the sacrifices of certain, you know, so I've never talked about it because it's like that's just craziness. Right. And I did that for about 10 months off and on. So I lost all this weight. I know it probably screwed up metabolisms. I don't, I don't know what it did, you know, but in that time of my life, I was single. I was still, you know, Carrie was on my heart the whole time, but I just did. I couldn't because I wasn't, I wanted to get right with God, not knowing I was already right with God. Right. And so I kept reading that commentary by Luther, the preface to the Romans. And it just changed my life. It was like, Oh, I get it. It's grace. It's grace. It's grace. Until it finally broke. And then when it broke, I, I didn't have to fast like that anymore. And, I loved that time of my life because it was disciplined. I knew what I was doing every day. I knew that there was this consistency, blah, blah. And now consistency is really tough. And I'm not, uh, this is why I'm not making excuses. Uh, but this is just reality, right? You got kids, you got a wife, they want to eat, you know, like last night, I was going to stop eating after five. My son said, dad, mom said, it's okay if I go have dinner with you and just you and me. How can I say <laughs> no to that? No, son, I am you know, fasting. No, I, I, yeah. I didn't have a lot of food, but like right. I ate. At, it was like 730. Right. Yeah. We went to B-dubs and, 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 you know, he had some wings and I had a little bit of food. But it's like I just love being with my kids. And when right. I, I've told them every week we're going to go out and individually I'll take them out to eat or every other week or something like that. I can't remember the schedule, but we're doing it. And I just love talking to them. Right. But it's like, how can I say no to that? Yeah. And daddy's been busy all week and, and this was the day. And so he picked it. They can pick their day. They can pick where they want to go. Within reason, okay. He was <laughs> going like, to Kyle G's. No, he said, "Can I go get steak?" I'm like, "Bro, you're 12. Man, shut up. You're 11. Get out of here. You're getting wings. Yeah, you're getting wings, man." He's like, "You're right. I should get some wings." You know, like, what are you doing? So, but today, like, you know, it's Monday, and you know, we 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 do this now, and even our coffee's bitter. But I'm starting to understand, like, the Passover, the bitter bread, the the, the flat unleavened bread, bread, unleavened yeah. bread, and I'm starting to understand, like, water and the things, because it takes you out of your comfort things taste different right when they're not seasoned up isn't that the world with the, the 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 way we approach life like you know bro you just need to focus positively and i do but you also can't sugarcoat your own self your sins your life you know and we do this positive thinking to get us to a place no no you got to acknowledge where you're at first repent before god say lord i need transformation and then you walk in his promises you are nailing into something that yeah, that we've got to explore more that coverage of positive thinking that a lot of times yes. the advice of the world is upside down. Right. So the, the advice of the world right now is think positive, think outward and, and to an extent. Yes. But if you're not willing to actually get into where the issues are, the problems are the origin of why you need to. I got to think positively. 
Well, the question is, okay, why are you thinking negatively? Yeah. What's causing? I think there's a difference between speaking life and speaking promises. You know, or I'm sorry, speaking positive and speaking promises. Speaking positive is nothing bad is going to happen to me today. Mm -hmm. Where the promise of God is, no, no, no. Even if it does, he'll never leave me or forsake me. Right. Those are the promises of God. What happens is we've now turned our minds into, what is that, meta, meta, uh, uh, metaphysically. And so, like, we can manifest our thoughts, right? And that's a, it's, it's a, it's a faith teaching done, in the, to me, in a lot of ways, demonic. I, I think it's a perversion of a spiritual truth. Yes. It, so, because yeah. faith, but the Bible says, whatsoever you ask, and people stop it, in accordance to your will, it says, yeah. I will give it to you. Whatsoever you ask, according to my will, right. he says right is what you're seeking after his will and that whole he gives you the desires of your heart it's not hey i've got a desire and god's going to give it to me it's god actually when you're following his him, desire it's his desire that yes. he places into you and all of a sudden it becomes your desire people are like well that means i'm not my own person trust me <laughs> that it's it's so much more content Bruh. satisfying because I'm when you follow when you followed oh. your own desires what did it get you well that but like <laughs> Dude, do you realize you signed up in the army of heaven? Do you realize now you're a, you're, you're a fool for Christ? Do you realize now you're, you went, you're a slave? Like Paul said, I'm a slave to him, right? And he made him a son, right? I'm a son of God, right? My personality is the same. Like I've never stopped. And, and this is that whole argument in the Garden of Eden when Satan comes and tempts Eve. He says, if if you eat of this, you, he'll, you'll be like him. It's so like good. they were already like him. They were closer to being like him before they ate the fruit. That's the twist of it. Yes. Satan goes, well, if you're your own person, then, then you're more. That's right. No. Look at just, just analyze Paul's life. He went from murdering Christians. You can't get more fundamental Muslim ish. You know, like I'm talking about the, the, yeah. the, the, adherence the 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 code the 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 real muslim tradition kill christians type thing you can't get more than that than he was but then he's out preaching and then there's people saying well i gotta go listen to the guy who once persecuted me right okay sure i'm supposed to trust this (laughs) right and then he says something beautiful i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not me but christ in me Mm -hmm. you're not your own person when you're christ's you're his. He is yours. It's reciprocal. It's from him, through him, and to him. It's, it's a cyclical thing. And so your person, your persona, how he made you, the, 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 the personality you have, right, begins to change because of the Holy Spirit. So if you're constantly a depressed person, I promise you, you're a pastor because you feel things. You, you're, yeah. you're, you're a feeler. You're, you're a concerning person. You, you want to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, when you lack, when you're lazy and you lack things, I, I promise you you're a seer it's almost like you have no vision for your life and then god illuminates your spirit and it's like wow i didn't i'm seeing things i've never seen before you know it's like there's things that god begins to do in your life so no you're not your own person in christ you're your own personality but your own person is dead in christ when when we look at it properly what we'll see is god is the creator of us he's the origin of our own personality That means that when we allow allow ourselves to be his, he's not going to wipe the slate clean. Like sure. I, I tell especially young adults this, you're afraid of becoming a, a Christian drone, a drone. Just and you see those people who they say all the right words and they smile the right way, and they you know, there's just a fakeness about them. Yep, yep. That's because they're not actually close to God. The closest to God people that I know are the most unique personalities but they're the 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 most beautiful version of their personality they are dude they they carry themselves in the most genuine way and the world will try to infest your personality with what what the world tells you you're supposed to be right and you end up trying to put on all these covers when if you would just give yourself to christ and become his let his will be done you become the most unique personality of yourself possible you're the most genuine one and we have to get over this fear of I'm going to lose something if I give myself to Christ. You gain everything because you gave it all up. Easy. So I was actually I was actually talking to um, a close friend of mine about something like this. She was um, she was talking about how she feel like she felt like she couldn't open up to many people. 
just because she'd been hurt in the past by so many. Um, and I was like, we're not called to be open books to people, but at the same time, I, I feel no need to hide what I've done in my life and what God has done in my life because at the end of the day, what can I lose that the Lord can't return tenfold? Right. And knowing that promise that, and I, I'm forming this message in my mind of the upside down economy of God. Mm -hmm. And, and we make so many assumptions that are actually opposite of who the Lord is. Right. And, and that speaks to that. If we think, if I give this up to the Lord, he's not going to put anything back. He's not going to return anything. He's not going to, yeah. it, I'm going to be at a loss. Sure. It's like, if you lose everything, you'll actually gain all of it. Like the economy of God is upside down to the wisdom of the world. And it yep. shows in every single area. No, no. But um, you got to. Just, just real before, fast. Yeah. John 12. Open your Bibles to John 12. I'm going to also do some studies here. But read John 12. We'll go right to 23. It says, And Jesus answered them and saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. He's going to die and be resurrected. Then he says this, verse 24, Very rarely I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, so if it doesn't die, it abides alone. If it dies, right, it brings forth much fruit. He that loves his life shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world shall find it. Right? If any man serve me, let him follow me. And it says, uh, uh, let him follow me. And where I am, there also my servant shall be. Did you hear what he said? Follow me, right? If any man serve me, let him follow me. Where I am, my servant will be. Where is your life in that? Mm -hmm. You're his, bro. And people are like, that's just a robot. No, 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 no. Because you know why? You know what's blessing, blessed about the body? the different giftings exactly oh my gosh there's a the unique dude i was thinking one. about i was thinking about like our crew yesterday like Vinny. yeah when she does events and she's like helping so and she's in the gift of helps it, and she's yeah. in the community she is like the best version of herself god has totally mm -hmm. used that woman and and you know i saw chris up teaching here on saturday amazing right he's kind of in that element of teaching i see others you know that, that we have mariah and them yeah. when they're all in their end of it pastor todd he has to be where he's at it's the best version of himself because God's putting him in that position. But had it been like all of our choices, we probably wouldn't have chose all this in our own no, flesh. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure like <laughs> there's this meme that went around for me and Todd. He's, you know, Pastor Todd's skinny and tall and I'm short and, you know, a little stout. And uh, <laughs> it's the, the someone did a veggie tail thing. Brown <laughs> <laughs> tomato with the cucumber. And I was like, it was That's so cute. good. Too. But it actually proves a point. Like, did we choose this or did God choose it? Right. And when he chooses it, I obey. And there's not every time like I like it. I love it. Love and like are different, bro. Yeah. I love to do it because I love God. I don't always like what I'm doing sometimes because it gets difficult and tricky and, you know, people are people and it bothers you. But then it's like, are you the one being taught or them? Right. So God's teaching you the whole time, you know, so you die to yourself. And don't let somebody else put something on you that is not your lane, you know, and and to. Yeah. I just I want to cap this off because I think this is important on the other end of it. People put pressure on other people to be a certain thing. Yeah. Like how many times do you hear you have to go out to another nation and, and live in a mud hut and speak the gospel because that's what you're called to do. Sure. Or maybe you're called to be a pastor in your own community. Truth. Or maybe you're called to be a prophet in your own community. Maybe you're called to be an apostolic visionary in your own community. Why are we putting pressure on other people? to follow a lane that they're not built for. So be very careful when somebody starts trying to put pressure on you to follow a lane that's not yours. There's a difference between being disciplined and following the things of God and outright trying to do somebody else's mission. You're not called to somebody else's mission. You're called to yours. Exactly. Right? And, Nailed and it. people have to understand that. Do not allow the world or other people of the body to, you better be an I because I'm an I. And the eye is most important. Yeah, well, that eye isn't going anywhere without a foot. That eye is staying right there. All right. I love that. Fasting. You can see it, but if you don't walk to it, what's the point? Exactly. I love it. Every body part plays a role. So um, just real quick on the biological sense. Fasting is actually, there, there's a lot of studies that show that it's actually really good for you. And it, it seems to be as when you're in a fasted state, 
your your brain activity is better you're building new brain cells at an accelerated rate uh, memory learning emotions all of those improve because those come out of the hippocampus and they found that the hippocampus has has better development when you're in a fasted state um, your body has a chance to repair mm. think about this if your body is always in a state of consumption it's always in a state of consumption. It's actually putting energy resources into consuming to produce energy. Now, if you stop that process, if you say, okay, I'm going to fast, what happens is the body can finally hit a rest state and it can start to repair things that have been broken. Mm. It's got plenty of resources already, but what we do, especially in America, we're always shoving food down our throat. And that's, I'm not pointing the finger at us but just think about it right <laughs> y'all are gluttons why did that feel like a personal shot <laughs> i saw your face and i was like i gotta clean that up because that was <laughs> but think about this i want you to ask yourself when was the last time you actually <laughs> when was the last time and this is a judgment statement when was the last time <laughs> you actually went a day without eating take it easy hey Huh? There, <laughs> I, I know. Went a, I went a day without Convicted. thinking once. That's fasting, <laughs> right? I'm fasting from. I banking. got to choose my own water once. <laughs> I fasted from bubbly water. <laughs> can can we get that out of the way yeah, too? Yeah. Like, stopping social media is not a fast. <laughs> it's not. Now I've been calling my social media thing a fast because that's lexicon, but it's not a fast. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it I'll let you whack I that think, baseball. But, look, it's not a fast. It's a discipline. It heals your mind. You're not thinking negatively. You're not thinking, dang, what's going on in the world today? Like, you know, social media has got this thing where we're constantly, you know, what it scares me about social media. And I hope, I hope our team that we brought on to help us understands I'm really trying here. Yeah. But social media, it's tough because it doesn't rule my life. But uh, what social media demands is your opinion all the time. And and I'm getting used to that. So Braden and, and, and Lily Kate, I freaking love you guys. We're <laughs> we're I, trying. I'm so we sorry. really are. <laughs> and, and because, you know, my mind is always on things and how to fix them. And I know and, you know, Lily's like, it's not your fault. I'm just trying to keep you calm. And I know that. And you guys, she's doing great. They are. Dude, they work so, so hard. If you guys haven't seen, they've cleaned up our social media. They're getting us the I mean, they're 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 just good at what they do. You know, the, the, the team and we're honored to have them on the team. And, you know, they're worth every penny we put into it. But it just what stinks about social media is it demands my opinion all the time. And it's like, bro, I don't want to even hear your opinion. I don't want to hear what Stephanopoulos has to say about something all the time. Right. I don't want to hear about what Fox news has to say. I don't want to hear what Twitch, but it's like, everybody has to be the breaking cutting edge all the time. And it's like, at some point, right. When do you stop and say, is my opinion that important? You know what I mean? Is it really that important or is it, I get to do this because it's a labor of love. Yeah. Right now for some, it probably is. I'm not, I'm not trying to lump everybody in a lot, but like it's, it's uh, you know, I, people get hot for a minute and then they lose steam. They get hot for a minute and they lose steam. And, and I don't want to be that guy. You know, it's like what I love about self-evident, our message fasting we've endured. Whereas most would stop because they don't have the following because we don't do this for the following. We do this because we love to do it. I love to do these podcasts. We love to put out curriculums. We're coming out with more curriculums. I love to disciple people. It's fun to do, like to watch people grow, right? And to walk in their gifting and calling, you know? And so it's hard. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually making this public so that they know I actually do know what you're feeling. Yeah. Gosh, I wish these guys would get us these videos. I send them things and they're not doing it. I, I'm, <laughs> maybe you're not thinking that way. But for us, I, I feel the, the we recognize because the, I would think the same thing, man. Yeah. If I'm demanding something or asking for something, I should say not demanding because they're not demanding. I would want the result. Right. But like <laughs> I'm getting there. You know, we're, we're, we're turning on our minds to this to really be every week, every day. We're doing something right. And uh, they work so hard. And, and, and I understand. But it, why I brought all that up, the discipline is, does everybody need my opinion? Am I that important? Right. No, it's your voice. I get that. But it's ultimately the Lord's voice. Right. Yeah. Like, and that sounds so cheesy. That sounded really cheesy. How I said that it's ultimately what he wants me to say anyway. So you, you know what I mean? Cause like, we're so different than, than, than most places. We're not all in the Republican bandwagon and all that stuff. You know, we, we kind of have our own Liberty opinion and the constitution. So it's different. Right. And some people don't want to hear it. Especially our vein is more 
like we've talked about discipleship, raising mm. up, right? We're, we're, we're teachers. We're, so we want to disciple. Yeah. So a lot of times, especially on the new stuff, like I get it, new stuff people want to hear. And I'm really enjoying not having to pay attention to news. <laughs> like you told me there's Hunter Biden stuff going on. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but I, this type of stuff, it's like, yeah, we can, we can teach yeah. people through this and not that we don't need to do the new stuff. Right. And, but know, it's like that uh, whole Hunter Biden thing. Like right away, we're on top of it. Right. Are we really after justice or are we just after seeing the Democrats go down winning the, the yeah, battle? What's the heart right? behind it? Yeah. Right. You got to analyze yourself. I'm not saying what they're doing. I'm not trying to put the heart of it. I'm not trying to judge it. I'm saying you judge it. Right. Is this really about getting the truth out there and bringing justice? Or is it, man, that side, we're just going to crush them. And that side is so dark. We got our leverage. Yeah. And it's like, you got to analyze in your heart. When I'm doing a a news story, when I talked about Nancy Pelosi, I meant every word I said. I did. She doesn't follow the tenets of her faith. She's corrupted uh, politics. She's corrupted the name of the Lord for sure. Uh, Constitution, she doesn't even know it. And so this for 30 years, we've been hearing this crap right from her mouth, from Maxine Waters. Right. She hasn't been in for 30 years. But like all these people that have been, you know, Joe Biden, all these guys were constitutional attorneys. And all you guys have been ruining the Republicans, too. Except for the few. Right. The Thomas Massey's and the, 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 you know, we we can go down the line with with several that haven't. But still, it's like for the majority, it's been Mitch McConnell. Seriously, that's the best we got him, (laughs) him. The go along to get along guy. Sorry, it's true. I have a, I, but I don't point them out because I want them dead or down or kick them down. No, the fruit of their life has been nothing but compromise and deceit. It's mm-hmm. all it's been. And that's why there's been the slaughter of 60 million babies because of the church not having their voice, right? But also allowing it through the politics. Do you think Republicans and the Supreme Court couldn't have stopped this a long time ago, the murder of babies? Right. Shoot. Yeah. But there's money in it. Keep your mouth shut. We'll pay you. I promise you that's what it is. Dude, I'm telling you, you politicians, you church people, and I know this is a good clip. You will stand before God one day. All of you on the Democrat side that claim the name of the Lord, you will stand before the Lord Almighty with your conscience and the scriptures. Every out of word thought, you'll be given account. Everything you do will be given an account. And if you're not under the blood of Jesus Christ and you're not walking in his ways, but the Bible says you're leading people astray, woe unto you. That's the scriptures. That's not me. That's very scriptural. I need to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Republicans, too. Us as church leaders, dude, we will stand before God with what we said and didn't say. Right. The stances we didn't take. I'm telling you, we have a job to do to lead the world. This stuff here, fasting, the disciplines we're putting on ourselves, the world needs to see we are different than the world. Right? The disciplines we do is different from the world. Now, they're adopting it in, 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 in health practices, fasting. Right. Isn't it crazy? There's, there's a saying that like uh, the scientists and the philosophers are, are climbing up the mountain and it, it, it takes them decades to get there. And they finally get to the top and they found the theologians there all along, you know, like <laughs> and it's so true, man. Like That's good. The, 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 the scientific evidence behind fasting. And I noticed all the articles I looked at, there was like one or two. Lots of religions over the course of time have adopted fasting practices. But we're discovering, or Adop- maybe maybe they had fasting it. <laughs> It's basically in their tenets, right? And, and one of the things in the map that I talk about is across religions, fasting is this practice that that takes precedent in all of the most of the religions. Now you may say, ah, well, you know that doesn't mean much. Let's look at it through the lens of let's say God is real. Let's say God, Adam and Eve across right certain practices were for god fasting sacrifices all that isn't it funny that as people spread out their minds got darkened they started trying to create god in their own image but they still had these practices that they saw value in they they, okay that that worked to get to god but as they get darkened they're like i can shape this for myself i know right and and so you see they were sacrificing cows and goats and sheep to zeus well, that's funny. If if that practice started at the origin of, of God, well, it makes sense that that practice would kind of find its way in different areas. So we can take fasting that's been found consistently across religions and say, okay, is there an actual spiritual value to this? Right. I say there is. Which all, uh, all their articles prove is there's a spiritual world. There's a spiritual force out there, right? Yeah. And it's the Lord. 
and we can try to masquerade it with other gods and all these other things. I'm telling you, biology. I, I can hear it right? now. Your God's not the only God. I can hear it now. Yeah, I think your God, that's, that's tyranny itself. And your God is not the only God. And Jesus isn't the only way. You're wrong. You're not thinking science. You're not, man, science is a fairy tale religion, dude. Oh, Mars has blah, blah, blah. You ain't been there. You're working on the you authority of others. No, we got galaxies <laughs> we haven't even seen yet. You hear what you just said? Neil deGrasse Tyson, I love this guy sometimes. But like, sometimes he says things. I'm like, did you hear what you just said? There's galaxies we haven't even seen or known yet. Um, excuse me? How do you know they're out there if you don't know they're out there? Right. What? You know, like, <laughs> what are we doing? No, because we can predict. Oh. That's, so it's a faith. I have to believe that. Mm -hmm. I have to believe what he is saying. I don't know that to be true. Most people that study science don't even know it to be true. They don't even know. Same thing with the scriptures. I have to believe it. I just admit that this is faith. The Bible talks about it. It, it at some point all works on the tenet of faith. Yeah, dude. The authority of others we take in and we decide, am I going to believe this or not? Every single one of us has to make that path. Totally true. Right. Nailed it. So like this whole thing here with the hunter gather, you got I like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can get into soap. So the, fasting, how it works, fasting, how it works. So you got to picture yourself as a, as an animal, biological animal, right? We're created by God. I'm pretty much, <laughs> a, I'm pretty You're much been animal. told I'm a beast. <laughs> Hate to brag, but okay. Anyway, so the hunter gather. <laughs> uh, if so, they they found with lions in the zoo when they took them off a steady diet and they gave them a a gorge fast type regimen of eating, they were more active. Yeah, they they stalked more. They they acted more of their natural self instead like of just pacing and you said their out. energy levels improved. Energy and, and, levels and that, improved. That, yeah. that, you know they paced less. Yep. In other words, there was patience. It was bringing because they focus. Do, focus. Yep. You know, and and it's one thing we don't do well as Americans is focus on what's in front of us. Right. Right. This and then we take pills to focus. Because we can't focus. Because we can't focus. And then we got to take more pills to counteract the side effects of the pills that we took to focus, which those pills that counteract the side effects actually <laughs> help us defocus. So then we've got to take another pill to help us refocus. <laughs> Anyways, so when, <laughs> what, you know, studies in schools, right? Taking out the sodas and taking yep. out the energy drinks and all these other things and feeding them, you know, green diets instead of like, uh, you know, the crap that they eat, you know, yes. process drastically improves the, the, the focus of kids and all that stuff. And it's like, you know, Think about that diet of just constant sugar, constant carbs. Take that out. You don't have to think, right? Just look. <laughs> <laughs> so think about us. We're actually built that way. Our bodies are actually built when they're the most efficient to switch between carbs and fats pretty quickly. Because what happens is when you're eating, yeah. you're probably taking in carbs as well. So it uses that for yeah. energy. It stores fat. When you're fasting, when you're out on the hunt, let's say maybe you go a week without eating, well, you need an energy source that's fats, right? And your body is actually built to be able to switch back and forth. The problem is we never deny our bodies food because we have food at abundance around us all the time. So we just constantly eat. And like we were talking about, we never give our chance, our body a chance to recover, to rest, to renew. Right. To your point, you say, you know, like, it, so Mike, he, he writes, Mike writes all these cool points and stuff. And I love following him. You know, the flesh says, feed me. I want food. So you jump right up and grab a snack. You know, it says I'm bored. So you immediately grab your phone screen and you, you, you know, you, you scroll or whatever, or you read a book, <laughs> which most Americans probably don't. And it's actually becoming popular. So yeah. hopefully people pick up on the trend. I'm lusting. So you seek out sexual satisfaction through your wife or some less honorable means. Right. And, and I'm tired. So you go right to bed or close your eyes or nap at your desk or your body says, feed me. You turn around and say, no, I'm not going to feed you. I'm tired. No, get up and pray. What did he tell the disciples? Your spirit is willing, but your flesh yes. is weak. Yes, which means the spirit is willing. So we always miss flesh is weak. And a lot of people focus on, see, dude, my flesh, my flesh is, is weak. weak. I can't magnify that the spirit is willing. Mm -hmm. Forget this flesh is weak stuff. We know that magnify that the spirit is willing, that the spirit wants to change you. He wants to lead you into the things of God. The spirit of God is a person. Holy spirit is a person. 
He wants to lead you to the truth. So you may have to give up on some sleep sometimes. You may have to go intercede and stuff. You may have to fast. You may, but he wants to lead you to truth. And to your point, you know, all these things, our body demands of us, our flesh demands of us. It's acting like a spoiled child because we never discipline it. Whenever our body, I'm hungry. Oh, well, I better go get a snack. I'm tired. Go to bed. I'm lusting. Ah, uh, well, turn on my phone. On phone. I'm bored. Look at my phone. And dude, there's right? answers spiritually to all, against all of it. Right. Because what scripture says is, no, your body needs to come into subjection to you. Take every thought captive. Right. Right now, you're a slave to your body. You really are. Because as soon as the desire or the thought or the urge pops up, it's like, oh, well, I better go because my body's telling you. Your body has no clue what it wants because it's like a five-year-old spoiled brat. You need to actually put your body into subjection and discipline yourself and understand not every temptation is needed because the flesh is going to war. But you know what happens? You look at your body in a fast and you go, no. And the body has to submit. So then the soul is open to hear from the Lord. That's right. Your ears are open. Your ears are not full, right? They're open to that. hear from the Lord. And we have to realize that disciplines help you put your body into subjection so that you can hear from the Lord. Right. And I think, too, like looking at, at the food in America, most like I shouldn't say most. I don't want to say that. That's a that's a very broad term. A lot of a foods lot of that things. we have are banned in other countries. Yes. Food colorings and all these other things. High fructose corn syrups, not in, 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 in certain countries. Why? Because of what it does to the body. Right. And in America, we're so cons consumer minded, consumption minded. It's got it's all about us. Like the holidays have turned into what us is. Notice all the commercials. It's not about being with families. They pepper that in with buy my product. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll love this yeah. while you're with your family. When's the last time you saw just a Christmas thing without an advertisement? Just, you know, Merry Christmas. Hopefully your family's great. Blah, blah, blah. Right. We love you. Hopefully your family. You know, if you haven't reached out to that person, go reach out to him. Yeah. No, no advertising involved. Nothing from Jeep. Nothing from I'm just, just example Hershey's, whatever. Right, all these Christmas things. Like it's 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 a consumer world, and it's always like what's what's on Amazon today? What's the new hot deal? You know, what's the you, you get where I'm going? And it's 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 tricky because uh, uh, Paul said it right. He said all things are lawful for me, but not all things are expedient. Mm -hmm. Food's good, but is it good for you sometimes? Like the food you eat. Right. So like your conscience has to be developed. Like, I'll be honest with you. I've said this before on the podcast. You can ask my wife. I don't eat a lot. No, you don't. But my body's not regulated the way others is. And I've been to doctors and my, you know, testosterone checks and all this other stuff. I just think my body responds bad to certain foods. So whatever I eat, even if it's not a lot, it's bad. And then someone told me you should go back into your lineage, you know, like the Hispanic lineage and Indians, like because like, Mayans and Incans and you know, Spaniards, what was their diet that kept them at peak condition? Hey, look, the reason we eat rice and beans, and for the most part, you don't see a lot of fat in Mexico you, when they're working on farms. They're not fat people. They do. Rice, beans, very limited diet. You know, they don't really have a lot. And so it's like, but was that the diet that they lived on off the field type of stuff? Right. Is that what my body should be doing? And so and then, too, you think vaccinations, you think, you know, all the things we put in our body. I'm not saying all you know what I'm saying? Right. We, we, we just done a lot to our bodies that have allowed ourselves stress, cortisone levels, uh, lack of sleep. Right. Because I, I get bigger. It's harder for me to sleep because, you know, all these things. Right. So they add up. And I was watching this thing uh, yesterday. I can't remember where it was. I think it was on. There's like a, a, a guy said sleep is the best healer for your body. And then he starts talking about sleep. Ironically, Todd talks about rest. Right. Son, Pastor Todd talks about rest on Sunday. Gosh, I, we're so close. I just call him Todd. And then it's like when I'm public, I want to call him pastor all the time. And I got to remember that. And because uh, he's due the, the title. But he said sleep is the best healer. And he said, and here's the kicker. It's free. And most people don't want to do it because they got more work to do. Right. You realize you could probably get that work done if you sleep more. Right. You can get all the stuff done you want and you can sleep better. And I thought about that. And I was like, you know, it is free. And the Bible talks about it. Don't eat the bread of sorrows by staying up all night and doing all these things, right? It's in the Psalms. Waking early. Waking early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, this is a discipline. And we're going to talk about discipline. I think this is a good, yeah. good line. Like, I want to discipline myself in more sleep. I'm not good at that. You know, when I get my, I'll be honest, guys. 
after reading and ministering and doing and things, right? I get on my phone and I watch YouTube videos on how to fix cars. I love resto mods. So, dude, you guys should see my YouTube feed. It's all resto it mods. It truly is. It is. It's like all resto mods and like a new Chevelle with this. And like, oh, man, if I get a car like that with the boys, I want to do a truck. And, you know, I love restoring old things. And I thought that's kind of ironic. I like taking old things yeah. and making them new. Like just people, you yeah. know, I, but like my heart is always that like getting new, you know, old cars, fixing them up and painting them and yeah. I, like, the processes. And all of a sudden I realized an hour goes by and I'm just watching these videos and I'm thinking, geez, I just wasted an hour of sleep. And like, what did I watch today that I didn't watch for the last year and a half, two years right. of my life? Nothing new. It's just a new car. <laughs> right. So I watched just a, a whole twist on how to new do it. paint job. But he did the same paint job, like the same way, you know, taking the spray. It, it's it's so, like, dude, what's wrong with me? Discipline. It's, it's so funny because I used to buy like car magazines. Yeah. And, and to your point, like <laughs> the mods were always the same. He upgraded the brakes. He put on a supercharger or turbocharger. He put on a new exhaust and he put on new it, it, suspension. It's like, and, and I love cars and all that, but I started, I stopped buying the magazines because it's like, okay, yeah, you're just naming the parts that he put on. No, but can I? <laughs> but there's let me, let me divulge more. Right. You know what it really is? Let's just get real here. I didn't want to say it, but I'll say it. It's your lust wanting that thing. Yeah. And so your heart is after that. And it's like, Lord, I realized something like, I think it was like a week, two weeks ago. Because we really are. We, we're, we, you said at the beginning here, we, 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 we're, what, what, is, what did you write here? After spending time with him, we came back about the process. Both of us are in a season of consecration for the Lord. And there's consecration him and I talked about that we need to do as the leaders and, you know, getting our, our team together and all this other stuff. And, and, and I'm realizing all what you put your mind to outside of the word feeds on your lust. Yeah, it really does. So it's feeding on the lust of, I want that truck. I want that car. I just can't Absolutely have it, right. but I'm so glad to watch it and process that. I want that thing. And it's like, how about you die to that? Yeah. Right. Just, just die to that. Like, okay, you can't have that right now. That's just not in the cards for you, right? But that's okay. Be worshiping and praising that someone else has the means and you get to enjoy it. So like when we go to the Blue Ridge Mountains, when we go yeah. to the Smoky Mountains, I should say, there's car shows and stuff. And I just admire it. Like, it's just so cool. I can't have it. But, you know, thank God for it. It's like, that's so cool that they were that creative to think of that. And I start food, uh, 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 like you said, uh, lust, gratification, all of that, all of that is uh, a feeding of the flesh. Right. And I, I, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. So you got to put that down guys. We're not beating you up. I'm not beating myself up, dude. I made a mistake. I caught it. I was like, okay, I've been doing this for a long time. I got to be done with this. Not that I won't watch it again. Don't let it dominate your life. It's that's, and that's the point because immediately people are like, I can't do anything that I enjoy. It's, that's not, it's what, not what we're saying. saying. We're, th pay attention to how much it's controlling you. Right. And that's, that's the imperative. Like <laughs> you ever discipline your kid and you go, dang, I should, I should listen to this myself. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Real fast. We took apart our, we had an above ground pool, right? Yeah. Rusty. And you know, it's old. It's three years old. So it's got a two year shelf life, three years. <laughs> Who knows what my kids have been swimming in. So <laughs> it's like, let's take it down. So we're out there in the backyard. My middle son, Nathan is just like me. It's hard for him to concentrate. He's creative. He hates schoolwork mm -hmm. just like I did. And I said to him something that, dang, when I said it, I was like, that was good. The mirror. I said, do you realize if you would just quit complaining, quit being distracted, do your schoolwork, get it done right and quick, you can have the rest of your How day to go, time? go do the, 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 the business you want to do, go whatever, play some games, whatever, right? But instead you complain and you murmur and you moan and blah and you this. And it takes you three times as long to do your homework because you're, you're pissing about it. Quit doing that. Get it done. And you have all this free time. And dude, you find if you do it, and I'm, I'm like telling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally preaching. You find that if you do that, it becomes easier to do. And you enjoy it. You enjoy it. And you're like, was, he's like, okay, dad, you're right. He's crying a little bit, takes the pool stuff. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> Lord, I just preached myself, man. You know what I mean? Isn't like, it amazing how half the battle of that is to stop telling yourself you're not going to like it. <laughs> I've, I find myself with projects that I've got going on right now. It's like, <laughs> it's like, if you just shut up for a second and just do it, you'll be fine. True. Like you'll, you'll figure it out. It's not always fun, but you'll enjoy it. So the, the premise, the premise of this whole 
weird four, mountain road four, conversation. Four, four, four pages. We hit five points. I mean, we got our point across. You know what's right? cool is like I love this. You, yeah. We get to go back and forth on our stories, and, and you know, it, I think it's fun. I and, and I'm sure you guys got something out of it, and, and we can. We can post up a blog article about this as well so you can get the major points. But really, at the end of the day, fasting is so valuable for you to get closer to God because it tells Truth. the body to get into subjection. Truth. It says, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because you're always saying something and Truth. most of it doesn't matter. I'm going to listen to the Lord. And seek out, and, and we didn't get into heart position, but let me put it this way. Quickly, just do it. Let me put it this just way. It. Your heart position Love the Lord your God with all that you are and love your neighbor as yourself. If you live your fast by that, that's your rule. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor through your fast. You'll find fasting, and, and we can get into another day, Isaiah. I, really, when I was looking at, at Isaiah's passage on it, like you guys are fasting and you're hitting and you know, you're, you're grumbling. And he's like, no fast to break the yoke off of other people yeah it's right like, dude isn't it to, to 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 help the poor and to right like he says is this a fast that i've consecrated to you like what you're complaining about it i know we gotta this, go but let me no, dude, let me it. read this do so I, this is so good why have we fasted they say and you have not seen it why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed this is the children of israel talking to god yet on the day of your fasting this is God. Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife Dang. and in striking each other with wicked fists. Dang. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? You notice the pride that can still happen in that? Self-righteousness, yeah. Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loosen the chains of injustice wow. and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Notice, this is why I say, the two greatest commandments— Love the Lord your God with all that you are and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. When you approach your fast with that heart, then you're fasting correctly. But you got to finish that too. Love the Lord your God. With all with your mind, heart, heart soul, soul, and strength. Yep. All that is fasting. Yep. All of that. Fasting brings you to that. Lord, I love you with all of me. And I think we miss that. We say, how do I love God more? When you lose yourself more. Mm -hmm. That's how you love him more. You just lose yourself in it. And you want him more. You know, yeah. So, hey, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, you got to do that. We just put out a new year on newsletter. We want you all to see it. We've reached a lot of lives. It was fun uh, to do. We didn't do as many events as we wanted to this year. Carrie being, you know, sick, which we brought on Kim now to help yep. book the events and stuff in case, you know, if that ever happens, which we pray no. But we we did so much with what we've been given. And we want to share that with you guys. And, you know, hopefully you guys continue to partner with us and do all that stuff. But this newsletter was the best. And I want to thank publicly Carrie Franklin. Nailed you don't it. know her behind the scenes. She, she is incredible at what she does. And she just knocked it out of the park. Thank you for editing it. And Carrie putting my wife, putting it together and all the numbers. And, and you look at that number sheet and you're like, dang, you know, that's pretty good. Did something. Yeah. And here you're stressing out every day. Like, are we doing enough? It's like, all right, with what we had, we did, yep. you know? So cool. Sign up. Yeah, sign up. TheSelfEvidentTruth.com. TheSelfEvidentTruth.com. Put your email in there. We send it to you. Don't forget the blog, too. Yeah. Check that out. Check out different commentators. Yeah, we got so many resources for you guys. Right. Use them. Yeah, dang. <laughs> sign up. Do it. Sorry. You got a Fast today, so you have some money to give to us. Got a little emotional there. <laughs> All right, guys. I will remember you. And Anyways. on that note, all right, we love you. <laughs> See you Friday. Love you guys.